how did I deal with COVID when I got COVID? So I got COVID probably about six, maybe seven weeks ago now, which was February 11th. And I had done so much research around um, COVID into uh, how to deal with it, how to first of all, try not to get it too bad, but then when you do get it, how to, um, over, how to overcome it. And so one of the first things I'll start with was that I was double vaccinated, which initially, I'll be honest, I didn't want to get vaccinated. I didn't think that it was necessary. I thought that I was very healthy. Um, I put a lot of time, money and effort into my health and fitness. And so I didn't think that I needed to. But I was forced to as a teacher, obviously I've been back teaching full time since 2020 and doing my fitness stuff on the side. I'm really looking forward by the way and getting back into this Facebook group and doing stuff now on a regular basis in here again now that I've found the time for it. Um, but I had to get vaccinated. Um, I still haven't had my third dose yet because I only had my, um, because I only tested positive you know, two months ago. So I've got a little bit of time before I need to do that. And I don't want to load my body up too much more than it has to. So I'm going to extend that time out as much as I can before I get that third dose. Um, but I think that certainly helped. And I think the other thing that helped was that I was already quite healthy when I did get COVID. I ate very healthy and I also exercised, so I was um, fit. So I think that certainly helped. But the biggest thing that I found was the in the research that I did that was the most important was the vitamin D. And so I think vitamin D seems to, it's, I've been sort of, um, informally calling COVID sort of the, the vitamin D deficient uh, virus because it seems to be that the more, the, more, um, uh, the more deficient you are in vitamin D, the harder you get it and the longer you take to recover. So the better, um, if you've got appropriate levels of vitamin D in your body, you seem to not be as affected as much. Um, so I think that was the, the biggest and best one that I came across. But there was an article, there's actually a PDF, which is a link on my website um, as I said, jacobandre.com forward slash blog forward slash, um, and the actual article is called um, My Early COVID-19 Treatment Plan. But if you head to the website, head to the blog, you'll find it in there. And at the bottom of that article, My Early COVID-19 Treatment Plan, at the bottom, there's a link that says, um, there's a link to that PDF that I'm referring to, and it's called Early COVID-19 Treatment Plans. And this actually came, was designed by the World Council for Health. So I highly recommend you download that um, PDF and have a read of it. I've kind of almost done a bit of a summary on my article, but also just based on personal experience. What I found with COVID is that there's three phases to it. I'm just going to quickly go through what these are. The first one is the viral phase, which lasts for five days, day one to day five. Remember that when you first get it, it's actually day zero. The second phase is the inflammation phase, and that's day five to ten. And the third phase is the hyperinflammation and clotting phase, which goes up to 30 days. So I think, um, I'm not sure what it's like around the country and certainly not in other countries, but here in Northern Territory, we have to do seven days of isolation if you do get COVID. I'm pretty sure it's the same across the country. And so what I think is a lot of people uh, that I speak to, this is all anecdotal, um, are going back into life. Um, whether that's not just work, but just general life um, and all the things that they do, fitness and sport and just their general activities, mothering, fathering, all that kind of thing, partying. Um, and they go back into it after that seven days of um, isolation. But I really think from everything that I have learned from my research that I've done by looking at this stuff and this says up to 30 days, my personal experience and speaking to others that you really need to give yourself that 30 days to recover. So 
And some people I think even give themselves two weeks, but I think you really need to give yourself those four weeks. So what I did was I just rested for the first week. I was actually probably quite lucky in the fact that because I'm a single father, my parents, uh, my parents, my kids are at home with me, it's impossible for me to isolate away from them in a bedroom. So they were gonna be in, around me constantly um, after school. So I made the decision to keep them home from school, called the school, let them know what I was thinking and they were fully supportive of that. So I just felt like there was too much of a risk for me to be seeing them and being in their company uh, during the after school time for them to then go back to school and then spread it and they would have, it would have spread like wildfire in my opinion with my four kids going off to school and spreading it through the community. So what I decided to do was keep them home and then in day six they were tested in day three and day six and on day six two of the four tested positive. The two that didn't test positive tested negative the whole time through and the two that um, so they stayed home. So what it ultimately meant was that I ended up being at home for two weeks because I was at home for my week of isolation then they tested positive in day six and then they were um, uh, then I was at home again in the second week looking after them so I ended up with 13 days um, and that was and so the other two I kept at home for the same reason as I kept them home the first time and the other two were obviously doing their isolation I needed to look after them so I felt like that having that second week off was actually very very beneficial I didn't find having COVID too bad but what I did find was that the worst part was probably around day four where I had a really, really dizzy, lightheaded um, uh, sensation. I woke up at 4 a.m. to go to the bathroom and I nearly fell over, I was so dizzy. Um, and so that probably lasted for maybe an hour and a half. I couldn't get back to sleep and eventually I had to fall back asleep seated, which was at 5.30 a.m. Um, I wasn't going to work the next day. Luckily, it was the Super Bowl and so I was just laid in bed watching that um, for the morning. So it wasn't as enjoyable because I did feel dizzy, but I wasn't as dizzy as what I was in that first hour and a half. Um, but that was the worst part. The other part was probably just the real, very quick fatigue. I couldn't really do much before fatiguing very quickly. And so when I, um, I had a slack line set up in the front yard and I tried to go out and get my vitamin D from, from the sun. You can get vitamin D by taking through supplements, by taking it um, orally. But the best way to get it is actually through the skin. So your skin absorbs um, the sunlight and it converts that sunlight into vitamin D. And um, so, but you don't want to be going out in the middle of the day because you'll get burnt. You also don't want to be spending too much time out there. So, so 10 to 15 minutes I was trying to spend in the sun every evening around that golden hour time, which is about 5.30 just before the sun sets. Um, and so in that time, I was trying to spend a little bit of that time, 10 minutes or so, walking on the slack line just for a little bit of exercise. And I actually found the first time I did it, after two, three minutes, I was absolutely wrecked. My quads were really um, fatigued uh, just because my muscles fatigued really quickly. I tried to do it the next day. I lasted a little bit longer, but no more than about five minutes. I tried it a couple of days later and I lasted a bit longer. But generally that fatigue and even like high level thinking, I found really difficult. So doing thinking which required a bit more um, high level type thinking, I've, I actually got really tired from that. So I'll do say 30 minutes of high level thinking and I'd be wrecked for two hours. Same with that five minutes of walking on the slack line and then I'd be wrecked for two hours. So that was probably the worst part was the really fast fatigue and then that, um, that brain fog and that, which brain fog was sort of constant throughout and then the, um, the dizziness was only sort of once. And that could have been because I'm a very active person. So for me to spend all day laying down um, I think I actually tightened up in the um, upper back muscles and neck and I think it might have been from that. 
nonetheless, I tried to take it easy in week three and four. I didn't do it. I went back into my normal routines of, um, you know, cooking dinner for the kids, and which I was already sort of doing. But I did have a little bit of help from people um, dropping me off food. Uh, but going back into those things with the kids, um, and then, you know, picking up, going to going to work myself, picking them up from work. It's generally quite busy in my life, so going back into all that stuff, but I didn't go into any exercise myself. Um, I was going to do some stretching, but I just couldn't really be bothered. So I left it to week five, and then I gently eased my way back in. And I actually remember when I did, I, the first sort of few days, I could feel my heart start to um, beat heavier, beat harder. And so I just tried to make sure I took it a little bit easy. But I think the main thing is that you get your vitamin D in. Um, the other thing that I think is important from the research that I've read is vitamin C and zinc. So I actually started taking um, a supplement called Armor Force, which is uh, vitamin C and zinc. And one of the other things in that article that I referred to from the World Cancer for Health was um, uh, melatonin supplements. I don't know why, but one of the things I found was that I would find it difficult to fall asleep and I'd find it difficult to stay asleep. I thought it was because I was just laying around not doing anything all day, so I wasn't really that tired. But I found it interesting that they were recommending that you take melatonin as a supplement. And of course, melatonin is what's released in the brain um, in order to help you to fall asleep and stay asleep. So I was recommended to take some melatonin supplements. So I took some. Man, these things were the best. The, the thing said to take five capsules. I only took three because I was scared. I didn't want to not be able to not wake up if the kids needed me. Um, so I only took three and it was like I fell asleep and a minute later I woke up and I felt completely rested. I was wide awake. It was amazing. So I was going to increase it and then do four the next night and five the night after. But I didn't. I kept it at three because I felt like that was enough um, sleep that I got the first night, like deep enough. Um, and then I was too scared to do it again and I didn't really feel like I needed to because then I, it kind of got me into a sleep routine um, over those two nights. So... Moving on, the other thing, so that's the, the three stages. Um, the other things, what I say in this article, my early COVID-19 treatment plan, uh, make sure you're eating your vegetables, of course. Lots of color on your vegetables, at least three quarters of your plate or bowl being vegetables, if not all of it. Supplements, as I said, I took those three. Um, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. Water, make sure that you hydrate your cells. Your body can only um, absorb one liter of water per hour. As I normally do, I start my day with a liter of water at least 500 mils, um, and if you are starting off on this, your body won't be conditioned for it, so start with a cup, do that for a week, second week, um, do two cups, do that for a week, third week, three cups, do that for a week, and then in the um, fourth week, do four cups, and then that takes you up if your cups are 250 mils, which is what they generally are, um, depending on what size your cups are in your cupboard, then um, you're then getting to that one liter. So definitely start your day with water, hydrate yourself, and then continue to sip throughout the day. Um, rest, make sure you just do take it easy. Not just rest where you're just laying down watching Netflix, um, but actually take some time for proper rest where you actually zone out, like almost meditation. Go and watch the clouds float through the sky. Watch the leaves of trees around you um, rustle around in the wind. Um, watch some ants move around and go about their life. Do something like that that just completely zones you out. That um, doesn't need to be like formal meditation, um, but just really take time to rest like that or just go and um, sit down somewhere and just do nothing or, or lay on the bed. But I like that other one where you're kind of still doing something for people that are a bit restless. Um, I just find that's not meditation as such. Um, it really is, but it doesn't seem like meditation. Um, but 
it also has got your mind sort of doing something, so you're not just sitting there doing nothing, which can be anxiety-provoking for some people that can't sit still. Sleep, definitely try to get to sleep. I talked about the melatonin supplements. Um, take them if you need to. Um, and you can get them over the counter, all these um, supplements that I'm talking about. And the last one was movement. And trying to keep your body moving um, as much as you can and that, that you want to. So that's how I dealt with COVID.